A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. This is Weekend Mornings on the Road in Mumbai, India, with me, Jason Dacey. And it's the 12th season of the multi billion dollar Indian Premier League, a cricket tournament which brings all the famous players from around the world for a tournament over six weeks. And it's a massive undertaking to talk about. The things around the tournament, I'm with Rujutta Karnik. She's an expert in athlete management, kind of an Indian female version of uh, Jerry Maguire. Rujutta, welcome to Weekend Mornings. $6.3 billion, that's in US dollars. That's what the tournament was worth in 2018. Just give us an idea of how big this uh, IPL is in terms of fan support and commercial interest. Hi, Jason. Um, if you go by the statistical figures, um Kolkata Knight Riders has the maximum fan following primarily because of Shah Rukh Khan. Obviously, because he is Shah Rukh Khan, I guess their fan following is about 16 million. Needless to say that they've won the title twice so far. Close on heels in terms of fan support, I reckon it's uh, Mumbai Indians and, of course, CSK, which is because of Dhoni, of course. Yeah, that's the Chennai Super Kings. They're the defending champions of the... And my favourites. Yes, your favourites too. So just, you know, with the players coming here, and they're playing matches every night, and it's double headers over the weekend, but there's a lot of other people coming in, uh, you know, former players. That, and that's where you come in. You manage a lot of these former players when they come in who work as media pundits. So just give us an idea of what happens in terms of TV coverage and, you know, everything that's going on around the media. Um, well, they are either sourced directly by the channels or outsourced through the agency that manages them. Not many retired players are affiliated with an Indian agency. Quite a few operate independently as well. Everything is already planned before they arrive for the IPL. The schedule, the roster, other fan engagement activities, sponsorships and endorsements, if any, are scheduled around their primary role, which is commentating. Right. And you're, you know, as an agent and handler, you're having to take care of them and make sure they get here, you know, in one piece and, you know, look after their um, demands and all that. So tell me about your responsibilities uh, when they come in, these former players. A plethora of responsibilities to begin with coordinating marketing and travel, um, procure additional sources of income such as endorsements and activations, um, promotional engagements, public appearances, etc., etc. Also, uh, what I need to do is billing, invoicing and to ensure that um, all financial aspects run smoothly. Above all, I feel um, as an athlete manager, I need to always be there for them when they need me, not just through their stint over here, but also during off season when they're not there. Yeah, of course, you know, you've got to coordinate their travel, you know, they're coming in uh, from faraway places. And a lot of them aren't that used to Indian life. I'm a bit of an Indian veteran, as you know. I've come <laughs> here a lot over the last uh, few years. So how do you try and make things smoother for them, especially if they're not that familiar with uh, India? See, most of the guys uh, that I have interacted with and handled, uh, they're all sportsmen. They're legends. They've been traveling throughout their careers across the globe for matches. So adjusting to a new place is hardly a cause of concern with them. Once you've actually built a rapport with your player and established a connection with them, managing them gets really easy because you become the only go-to person for them, which is half the battle won. 
with Rajuta Kanik. She's a sports agent and a media professional here in Mumbai. Around the IPL 2019, it's the biggest uh, and most lucrative cricket tournament in the world after the World Cup. Definitely the biggest in terms of domestic cricket. So what are some of the unusual demands and requests that you get? I mean, I've heard one story uh, you know, from another agent that there is a actually a, a well-known former player who comes here every year from a, a faraway country and he's very particular about his gym. He, he'll fly into the same gym in Mumbai where we're based, but he'll be, you know, maybe doing commentary in, in another city, whether it's Delhi or Kolkata or, or Pune or wherever else. So he'll make the effort to come back to work out in the gym. So there are some unusual risk requests, aren't there? And you've got to keep these people happy. Uh, yes, there are. Thankfully, I've had I've never had to face anything like this. Though I'm confident that if it ever comes to that, I'll be able to handle it with minimum stress. But yes, such things happen. Um, it's normal because um, I guess it's like it's like a child. You know, if you give in to the tantrum at the first time, then you'll give it. You know, you'll have to give in all the time. So, I I set the precedent at the first time itself. So such things don't happen with me. Yeah, you're you're known as being a pretty feisty person and you'll stand up and, and give it back. I guess you have to do that sometimes because all of these players have big egos or former players because they used to be megastars, superstars. Yes, true. Tempers and egos is something that uh, need to be managed and it, it's, it's a part and parcel of my job role. But um, like I said, if you build a good rapport with your uh, player, this does not happen. Um, I mean, for me, fortunately, I have a good relationship with all the guys that I have worked with, uh, not just worked with, but people who I have only, you know, just 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 met at the studio or on the ground for, you know, and been introduced with someone and I have built relationships with them. I've never had to face a temper tantrum with anybody. In fact, uh, you know, my relationship with them is such that no matter what the issue is, personal, emotional, financial anything they just pick up the phone and they know I'm like a call away and they you know I'm right there so such things don't happen with me so I don't really know I'm not the right person to you know throw light on this but yes there are people who go through a lot of ordeal yeah with Rajota Karnik she is a media professional who works as a sports agent and handler around major sports events like the IPL 2019 the ongoing cricket tournament across India I mean you've got a psychology degree as part of your tertiary education how much do you need psychology to to manage uh, celebrities and big name people um well other than um other than uh, my sports background you know that i have spent most of my life you know in the corporate segment so it is here in my corporate stint as an operations head where i found people physically and mentally breaking down not only in my team but also in the larger space so i started an employee engagement outdoor program which was sports centric with team building skills also it was here when i actually took it upon myself not just to groom people to work effectively but also counsel and mentor them on issues ranging from conflict resolution with peers to effective work-life balance and most often from these sessions I've learned that people carry too much personal and emotional baggage which can easily be disposed of with the right approach.
Mm, yeah, your degree is from uh, Mumbai University in Arts, Psychology and English Literature. So it's, uh, you know, I guess it's all about handling people and knowing how to calm them down if they're a bit upset and how to soothe them and whether they need an arm around them or whether they need a scolding and uh, a finger pointing. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think it just comes naturally to me. People just feel very comfortable with me and that is why I guess I'm I'm able to help them, you know, battle their issues you know, in a more efficient way. And what about making sure that the visiting uh, stars fulfill their, you know, commercial and corporate requirements? You know, sometimes, uh, I guess on the commercial side, you've got a lot of demands uh, from sponsors. They're asking extra stuff that the athletes do. And obviously the athletes are a bit tired. They're doing late night TV. So how do you balance that? Well, it's all about planning effectively such that the player's time is optimally and effectively utilized when he or she is not involved in in the comms role. So we have the roster well in advance as to, you know, what are the days that they are in India? What are the days they have off days and when they are, you know, not doing a comms role? So those days are allocated to sponsors and, you know, public appearances. So and the players know that they are here for a brief time and there's going to be no free time. It's fun, you know, seeing it as a media professional, seeing the ex-players coming back and some of them have been retired 20, 30 years. But I guess for them, it's, it's a big thrill, isn't it, to come back into this cricket-centric, you know, fishbowl environment to be here and, and be in the spotlight once again around the IPL. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it, it is so larger than life. It's not like what it used to be before. When I was growing up, we didn't have IPL and, you know, all these things. It was just test cricket mm. it was never the t20 and i love t20 mm, yeah because there's a lot of showbiz around it isn't there a lot of yes. bollywood stars <laughs> and all that so does that how does that factor into your job does it make it uh, any different more interesting do you think uh it does but um Frankly speaking, my job revolves around the player so bollywood doesn't really um uh, you know, how can i put it it doesn't really affect me so much because i don't really interact with bollywood as much if at all there is a situation, uh, it's the channels who, um, you know, liaise with Bollywood for any promotional activities. Yeah, we've seen some of the players, you know, doing Bollywood commercials and dancing. You know, I guess that's... And some they of... love it. <laughs> how much, no, no matter what, how, how people deny it, Bollywood is where the money is. Mm-hmm. So what's the way forward? I mean, how sophisticated is the Indian sports media scene becoming? Because I used to be a broadcaster here from Singapore 15 plus years ago. And at that time, it was, it was really much in its kind of infancy. But now it's become quite sophisticated, hasn't it? Especially with digital and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Sports universally is big because of the star players who whom you know viewers um, at home love admire and aspire to emulate um the sports story in india is at a very healthy stage right now and will continue to do better because sports has become a major driver for audience across all the mediums and i guess for you it's Surprising that you know you ended up in this role because I, I don't think you were a big cricket fan growing I up. Just, no, I was not a cricket fan when I was growing up, but I stumbled upon it and I realized probably this is my calling. So, how do people reach out to you if they're interested in, in connecting with you here in India via LinkedIn? I guess is a good way yes, to get you. LinkedIn is the best way, but yes, they can get in touch with me through Facebook as well. Okay, Rujuta Karnik, she's a sports agent, sports professional, handling all the big egos around the IPL during uh, the season and, of course, working with sponsors as well. Rujuta, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show. This has been Jason Dacey on the road in Mumbai, India.